It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Good afternoon, Marcus. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jamila. I'm great. So welcome to Mind Your Business, yes. and um, today we're talking to you, Marcus Wade. Yes, you indeed. are the FinTech Analyst for the Office of FinTech. Yes, indeed. That is a section within the Economic Development Department in government, and we are responsible for accelerating the growth of FinTech as an industry here in Bermuda. Okay. So yeah, it's, a, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining <laughs> me. So for those that don't know, what is FinTech? To keep it simple, it's, it's a short term for financial technology. And I think that it's it's important that we we look at it holistically when we think about FinTech. Some mm-hmm. people just look at crypto and, yeah. like, and, and like all the fluctuations and, and how that is changing society. Mm-hmm. But really, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much more than that. That's kind of like looking at the internet as only being emails. Mm-hmm. You see where it's like it's, it's a part of it, but that's not all it is. Financial technology includes... Things as simple as the abacus. Okay. That's a it's a technology that uh-huh. we use for finance. Uh-huh. ATMs uh-huh. are our fintech. Calculators of fintech, the uh-huh. Excel spreadsheet that we all do all of our work on on a okay. regular basis. All of that is just types of technology. What we're seeing is that with the internet uh-huh. and with certain underlying technologies that are part of cryptography and uh-huh. that you know made it actually successful, like the blockchain technologies. Right. Those are unbundling and changing how finance is done and we think that Bermuda's in a, a jurisdiction and this is the, the mandate of government is mm-hmm. we've already been doing this right <laughs> we've already been really good with this throughout mm-hmm. our history insurance and reinsurance and trust at introducing new business models mm-hmm. making it so that those business models manage the risk by collaborating and having a solid regulatory authority mm-hmm. and swift legislation all of that is in our, our, our playbook. Okay. And so we're looking to apply the same players to this new field that can expand our economy and lead to economic development and growth. Okay. So what is it that your office is primarily responsible for so gotcha. as it relates to that and expanding the, the industry? So I, I, I'll give you a little bit of backstory because it, it takes some context. Okay. I, I can't keep it simple because it, it will and it has changed. Okay. So I joined the uh, the fintech business unit back in 2019. Mm-hmm. In late 2020, we restructured it into the Thermos office of fintech, and we have different what we call areas of focus mm-hmm. that allow us to do what is possible on the government end to facilitate. We can't drive change because that's not our role. The right. industry has, has its own responsibilities, mm-hmm. and the regulator has the responsibilities, but we help to facilitate change to, to create an environment where good business can take place. Okay. So that's the that's the overall. Those areas of focus are in short adoption. So how can we encourage and facilitate the adoption of this new technology into the underlying financial infrastructure of our country? So basically how can we get us a taxi drivers can utilize this? Right. Keep us sit like always break it down to the right. simple. Then we also focus on business development. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we understand what the market is, like what our market as a jurisdiction is. Mm-hmm. So what types of companies fit in Bermuda's ecosystem. We then need to be able to get in touch with them through marketing 
and then to help them through the process of making a decision to establish a crisis here. Mm -hmm. That's the that's in the sales element of our business development. After that, we well not after that, but alongside that, yeah. we do education and training. Okay. So we try to provide access to to resources. We try to provide foundational knowledge, so getting some of this information into the school curriculum over time. That takes time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll pray on it. But um, and then fostering entrepreneurship, which mm -hmm. I'm so happy to be be able to work with the DBC on. You guys, well played. Thank you. And then um, on the the last piece is, is skills development because we want to ensure that the readings can develop the skills over time necessary to be. Not just, not just employees, but to add value to the right. industry beyond just being employees. Yeah. So that's the educational component, and then we have a lot of operational side of things that uh, come down to like, the, the communications and outreach. So mm -hmm. I'm not a social media guy. This is not what I do well. This, this is this is this is fresh for me, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But um, but we do have staff on board that that help to focus that those activities mm -hmm. and reaching out to people. Mm -hmm. And then finally, and this is this is what I find to be really interesting, because I think this is what separates Bermuda as a jurisdiction. Right. It's the legislative and policy development because we actually listen to what the industry says. Mm -hmm. And we don't just listen blindly, we we won't be driving changes that come in the industry, but we are looking to be and open to have an ear open mm -hmm. to those who are actively trying to do incredible things mm -hmm. and want to do so in a regulated environment mm -hmm. because we can do that. We that's we're that regulated environment. Right. So I think that what like I like you said with fintech it encompasses so many different areas. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned um, part of the process is helping people to understand what those areas are, the yes. education component and all of that. So what are some of the things that you have done or are doing to kind of encourage the adoption of the idea of this being a new industry in Bermuda? So it has to take different, you have to look at this from different angles, mm -hmm. right? So there's going to be responsibility on the industry itself to, to speak on its own behalf, right? Government can't always be in the position of touting our, our businesses. Right. They have to take ownership. But on our front, on the education side, what we've looked at is having, well, especially in the past few years, is every time we have the International Tech Summit, we mm -hmm. have an education day. Mm -hmm. That's a part of that summit where we introduce to people new ideas and the, and the basic concepts and principles. We encourage the companies that are involved in our ecosystem and those that are looking to come into Bermuda to showcase what it is that is possible, mm -hmm. and that is helpful. Uh, we also have uh, workshops in the past. We've had a series of lunch and learn workshops that, um, to me, it's, it's kind of intimidating because mm -hmm. I never saw myself as being, you know, even capable of teaching. Yeah. All the teachers in the family. Yeah. But that was never my, never what I saw myself as being able to do. But in collaboration with industry players, we were able to not just address, you know, like, what is the basic right. things of fintech, yeah. but also how can this impact you? Mm -hmm. You see it? So how can we improve the, the the efficiency of your payment processes for your small business? Right. My mother runs a guest house. Mm -hmm. My main thought was, well, shucks, every single time that my my family go into to accept a guest or whatever, mm -hmm. like every exchange, yeah. there's a charge on Visa and, 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 and MasterCard, right? They get a piece. Yeah. The pieces some of these fintech companies are getting is far, far less. That's mm -hmm. a benefit for the family. Mm -hmm. 
So that's what we're trying to communicate is that not just is this an area where big businesses are going to come to Bermuda and, and you know, like utilize the, the different systems we have in place for mm-hmm. their benefit. This can help Bermudians right. significantly. So that that brings to bear to mind because I feel like even though Bermuda is a small jurisdiction, we have a, like almost 100% adoption of yeah. cell phone usage <laughs> and use of computers and social media and all of that. I still feel like there's opportunities that exist here that we have not been able to capture, right? Um, So like Apple Pay and all of those stripes and all those things that you see when you go overseas. And I feel like a part of that is because the players that currently exist maybe either don't have the desire Mm -hmm. to do it. Or maybe there's not enough people in Bermuda to support that. Does it make sense for them to come here? Think well, about that as a business. If right. you're running, if you're running Apple Pay, if you yeah. have how many millions of folks in right. the U.S. doing that? Right. I went to a university that had more students and staff than Bermuda has population. Right. I've sat in stadiums overseas that right. have on nearly double right. the amount of people we have. Right. This is not the tool. This is not a place where people right. can so come for that. Right. So my question to you is that there's still a need and a demand for that type yeah. of product. So if those existing organizations, which are large, larger organizations, and they're looking for volume, yeah. and they're not interested in coming here, this is where I think your office comes into play because you can attract maybe another smaller company mm-hmm. that may have some interest in creating a solution for the problem that we face in Bermuda. You're entirely right, and that's why that's something that I came to see early on when I, when I was... Uh, when I joined this office and mm-hmm. started looking at this industry, mm-hmm. is that some of the smartest ways or, or smartest brothers and sisters that I know that have done investment on the mm-hmm. state side, they've been the state. Yeah, they, right, right. Some of them have used programs like Robin Hood. Right, right. You know, they, it helps to facilitate mm-hmm. smart use of your money. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're entirely right. What we're seeing in, in the FinTech space is the unbundling, and for those who aren't very familiar about it, it's like there's a continuing economic trend. Mm-hmm. So you bundle and unbundle, mm-hmm. bundling and unbundling. So we're seeing that financial services, like banking services, people are looking at them, picking out a piece of what they're doing, right. and saying, I'm going to do this piece better. Right. And then they eventually get the customer base, because they've done that better yeah. now, and yeah. they, they, the bundling process starts mm-hmm. where they build services on top of mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes and does that. So that that cycle happens all the time, and we want to be present and available to facilitate the growth of the companies that are going to be the next right. PayPal's, the next yes. Robinhood's. And, that, and, and another thing that we're seeing is that this industry is new, it's young, yeah, right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of enthusiasm for change, but there's not a lot of, or or at least in the past two or three years, we've seen a growth in in the interest of big players in this industry mm-hmm. to not just be regulated, but to show that they're managing risks. Right. Because there's a lot of risk yeah. involved in, in new industries. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get filled when you don't understand something. Right. So by operating in Bermuda, they're able to showcase the management of risk to a well-respected regulator. And that's the value proposition for those companies. Right. Is that, okay, this, this is another angle to look at. Mm-hmm. I, I have never been able to break business down any further mm-hmm. than value, function, and trust. Mm-hmm. I can't break it down any further. And please, if you, if you can, if ideas come to you, help mm-hmm. me, because I love breaking ideas down. Mm-hmm. But those are principles to me. Mm-hmm. 
Value is a thing that is being exchanged. Function is the relationship and the expression between things of value. And trust is faith. Bermuda mm-hmm. is a place where companies can come and build trust in the business models. Right. We've done that with captive companies back in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. We did that with catastrophe bonds and insurance and securities in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. We did that with the digitization of our exchange, our, our Bermuda Stock Exchange mm-hmm. back in the early 90s. We've been capable of showing that you know financial services can be trusted as long as you take the right approach to right. regulate them and we have people that understand them. So I guess going back to my original question, because of course my focus of course is for entrepreneurs and supporting them mm-hmm. and creating opportunities for them to yeah. scale their businesses outside of Bermuda. And we know that some of these resources and technologies that are available elsewhere could support yeah, they could they could benefit from them if they're here. So what I would like to know is within the office of fintech, do you have a focus like that to identify those specific businesses that could support um, the development of entrepreneurship in Bermuda, or is it agnostic, if you will? If you're like, if you're interested, come on. Or do you actively seek businesses that could help solve a problem that we we face here? I think that we have to look at the roles that different bodies play yeah. in order to really, because I don't do that type of targeted marketing Okay. in this instance. So mm-hmm. yes, we do have areas of business that we, we believe could benefit from Bermuda's value proposition right. and that would expand our economy. Yeah. But I haven't looked at it through the lens of, oh, these specific businesses, if they came to Bermuda and found us out here, yeah. not just would help us, but would help this specific segment of Bermuda, right. like a small business segment. Now, it's not to say that there are companies that can and are yeah. valuable to those doing small business in Bermuda. One of the initiatives that we're looking to drive is called the Currency Standard Initiative. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's the support of stable coins that are issued by the private sector. Stable coins are the same as the Bermuda dollar. Mm-hmm. It, is, it represents a, a digital value in a bank. That is in the bank, like that's that's what a stable coin is. Right. It's basically every dollar in your system is held in a bank institution somewhere. Right. Same way every dollar in Bermuda is, is supposed to represent the US right. dollar. Right. So you will peg to the dollar. Yeah. You see it. So like the the that initiative, the currency standard initiative, is is built to help reduce the the friction of using digital currencies mm-hmm. locally because. We shouldn't have to. If there's better technology out there than what Visa and Mastercard are offering, right? And Visa and Mastercard tossing three to five percent charges. Mm-hmm. That's a three to five percent tax on every exchange for right. a small business, right? Right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. By supporting mm-hmm. the the growth of that that sector here, yes, it will definitely have knock on effects on yeah. the international on the local, local entrepreneurial yeah. mm-hmm. industry, but. We take other steps to support them, okay. right? Like we don't necessarily use our business development as the focus for supporting them. Mm-hmm. We, we look at education, mm-hmm. and we also look at changing the legislation. When I first came on board, I recognized, and I wasn't the only one. That mm-hmm. this, this not just me; it's a team. Yeah, right. It's like, right. I don't have to lie. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take credit for anything, dude. But I, I came to realize that if, if you know, I have an entrepreneurial background, mm-hmm. I, have, I have a spirit for this. But I would have needed upwards of $200,000 to start 
business mm -hmm. because the licensing, the, the the bar that is set by our regulators mm -hmm. is so high. It's why they're so well respected because mm -hmm. they do their job well. Yeah. <laughs> they're really good, but the bar was so high on the license and it was almost as though we were built just for institutional scale. Right. So what about that startup? What about that entrepreneur who has this great idea that can revolutionize the way we do things? Can they meet that bar, right? So back in 2019, I mean, we had the legislation passed 2018, 2019, mm -hmm. 2020. That bar was set at $200 or $1,000. Right. That's a lot. Yeah. That's just for licensing. That's that's the uh, that can pressure my operations. I've got to have that covered. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm I'm, I'm off on the numbers. Please yeah. forgive me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get you. It point. was a lot. So <laughs> what we ended up doing and what um collectively with the industry's insight with our our, our the, the professionals within government yeah. our insight we were able to introduce what we call the test license now. So mm -hmm. that's a level within our our regulatory regime where. Okay, if you're conducting business ties of digital assets, you can you can sort out what the risks are mm -hmm. while you're starting your business. You right. can go in and get a license that allows you to identify what the risks are that you would have to manage mm -hmm. at a set scale. So you're not going to be able to serve every absolutely everybody, but mm -hmm. if you have an idea, you can work on it under the supervision of the PMA, the Computer Monetary Authority. Mm -hmm. And just get started at a right. much lower level. Yeah, yeah. So, you see, that's ways in which we've helped to facilitate growth in entrepreneurial endeavors for the unions. Is look, let's make it so you can actually get in. That that helps everybody because now the bigger companies that are involved are saying, "Well, shucks, thank you," because mm -hmm. now we can test out the ideas that we can't test in other places right. without having to go through a three month process of right. checking boxes. Another way we try to help is through setting up institutions that support entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So the Inno Fund Incubator is one of those examples of I encourage Romanians who who have it in them to, to sacrifice for the long term mm -hmm. to look into how they can build value and add value mm -hmm. and build businesses around it and utilize incubators and, and accelerators that exist. You have the Ignite. Uh, um, accelerator. Mm -hmm. That is a good program as well. Mm -hmm. Supporting them and, and tying them into the industry and, and giving them exposure to people in the industry. That's what we're And I think it's important. I mean, we have our incubator as well, Enterprise Bermuda, and I think what we have found since starting it in 2018 is that I do think we suffer from brain drain in Bermuda, right? I do think that those great ideas or, or the, the potential entrepreneurs that can build the next great ideas go away and don't come back because yeah. there's a perception that there is not support for them to do what they, like you said, to test, to build these things. It's like the barriers to entries are so high in yeah. some instances, in some industries that it's, it's, it's almost, um, it dissuades people from yeah. taking the risk. Yeah. And so I do think for the office of fintech and for it to be adopted on a wider scale for people to understand that this is an opportunity those barriers have to be removed yes and it it's going to take time to understand them yet we have a responsive government and we have an informative and insightful industry and we have a responsible regulator i think that we have the pieces necessary to go through that process 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna more. challenge you, Marcus. Why are you gonna challenge? I am going me? to challenge you, Marcus. You did it. No, it's a good challenge. And it goes back to what we were talking about. So yeah. even though you do not actively solicit mm-hmm. businesses that could solve the problems that a lot of the local entrepreneurs experience, mm-hmm. I'm gonna challenge you to consider doing that. I'm sure. I'm positive that there are businesses out there or startups out there that may be looking for a place to domicile, that may need that extra regulation, that could actually come to Bermuda and provide solutions to support these entrepreneurs and do all the other things that you're trying to do. So I think that I take that challenge on. Thank you, first sir. Of all, first of all, <laughs> to, to make sure you hear me. <laughs> This is an and statement, not a but statement. Okay. I'm so I'm getting so good at this model, like, <laughs> like being being certain that I'm not committing to something that you know that I'm that I'm not disregarding what somebody said right before me because I respect the approach you're taking. Yes. I see the need for it. Mm. I think that the the way we're going about it by implementing initiatives that actively drive adoption of that technology here. Yes. That's a part of it. So the acceptance and use of stable coins and having companies that come to Bermuda. We have um, a new bank that just uh, established Jewel Bank, mm-hmm. right? So they just received their, their license in last month, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And they made the announcement that they're willing to work on in the local environment, the testing of mm-hmm. these different types of stable coins. So mm-hmm. I, I spoke to the roads mm-hmm. being important. Mm-hmm. Our office has helped to facilitate, but can't draw it. Right. Because that's not our role. We have to be listened. We have to listen. I'm, I'm in conversations with people in the industry on a regular basis. Right. They want to test things, and they are within the process of testing things here. They have to drive that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't drive the industry's development of the technology right. and, and the process and relationship they have with the regulator mm-hmm. to do the testing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Marcus wants to talk to me back. Right. I, I, I can't. It's not my rule. Mm-hmm. I have to stick to what I can do. Mm-hmm. And I think that what what we've done is is bring real fruit. Yeah. It's bore real good fruit because and it's not the pace that I I always get excited when I hear of ideas. Yeah. And I want them to be here now. Right. And I want it to be to be real now. Because mm-hmm. I'm born enough to use PayPal overseas. I know how much yeah, I well, that would be for my mom's yeah, business or yeah. for my cousin's business. Yeah. Or, or, People like Curable. Yeah. And so for me, I think the opportunity is that it doesn't have to be PayPal, but it should be something. And there are Bermudians working on some of these I ideas, know. Which is why that you need to have a conversation with no Fund. Because yeah. some, there are Bermudians within that, that organization that actively have ideas about payment service. So what's Enofund then? For people Inno, who don't know. Enofund is an incubator that focuses on supporting not just Bermudian businesses trying to get into the tech field and the, the financial space, but also like uh, uh, startups from overseas to see Bermuda as a jurisdiction where they can they can grow and expand and scale across jurisdictions, mm-hmm. right? So that's the long and short of InnoFund. It's, it's, I think it's InnoFund.bn, mm-hmm. the website that you can find out information on. Mm-hmm. But um, what I've witnessed is that the combination of Overseas entrepreneurs and Bermudian mm-hmm. entrepreneurs leads to the growth of their development or the an accelerated pace of ideas forming. Yeah, and, and I would agree. Solid. Mm-hmm. And so, in that respect, I think that 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 and other accelerators can serve a function that is valuable. So they can go actively target. You see the me. You see me because 
they would actually have something beyond just, okay, I can help connect you to those who can work through the work permit process, mm -hmm. with connect you with those who can facilitate the, like I can put you, put companies in touch with those like, who are in the legal field that can give them the legal counsel. Mm -hmm. You know that I can connect them with other players who might be able to leverage what they do mm -hmm. to collaborate, do something better. Right. You see it? But I think that we have to have other institutions play their role. Yeah. So we also have a, a industry body that just opened up. It's the Next Association. Mm -hmm. That's an association of all the licensed. It's called Next Association. It's like Next to Bermuda. Okay. I, I always mess up names, and I know I'm, I'm terrible on that. But, I'm <laughs> but um, that that association is getting up off the ground, and they're doing good work, pulling the industry together to to identify how they can help and build the labor market and also support the development of value that the unions can bring to the table. So they just assisted in sponsoring an internship program that okay. the Economic Development Department and other organizations are able to support. Okay. You know, and, and utilize, and it, this gives young Bermudians an opportunity to see what's actively happening. And many times, if you're able to look at a situation and actively add value, mm -hmm. People want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And you don't necessarily have to just go into it with the idea of being a great employee. You could you could apply yourself to greatness. Yeah, and start your own venture. I mean, See. that's what we are interested in and in, in supporting and seeing. Um, so what are some of the other things that the Office of FinTech, some of the things that are new, the new horizons, that was an example, but share some of the other things that are So what else is new? Yeah. I think that we're going to be having the Bermuda Tech Summit in October, I believe. It'll be from the 25th to the 27th. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that because even though we're experiencing what we like to call the crypto winter, mm -hmm. because there's been a lot of fluctuations in the crypto mm -hmm. markets, right? And that's, there's, when things are down, there's not a lot of enthusiasm. Right. But in so many different ways, it really needs to be a practice at overcoming and building for the long run, you can't build a house where they can't take a work. Mm -hmm. Think about how long it took for them to put that into the door. But right. we, we actually established a, a, a framework that lots of people don't trust at the time. Mm -hmm. And during the most recent um, outreach engagement, I think it was in June, one of the biggest building blocks for our momentum during that period was the idea that we can build through the winter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we actually can get through this. So mm -hmm. having having resilience and having stick to activity and gumption. What is it over at my telling me, you know what I mean? I, I, I have wise women in my life. I'm blessed, you know. Uh -huh. So uh having the gumption to, to get through this downturn in the market mm -hmm. battle, I think that we can showcase to the world through the, the tech summit part as possible and have the industry play a big part in that. So that's something that I'm looking forward to quite quite a lot. Okay. I think that that'll be awesome. I'm also looking forward to more companies getting involved in the test licensing process mm -hmm. and actively showcasing to the community mm -hmm. what is possible. Because that's that's been a that's a big thing to me because I, I've taken the time to study our international business 
like the history of it. And mm-hmm. I have to give a shout out to Mrs. Uh, Miss Catherine Duffy because she put together a book called Held Captive quite mm-hmm. a while ago. I was gifted that book. Mm-hmm. It sat in the cover for a while. I've read that book must be five times now. So the complete history from the 40s up until 2010 around mm-hmm. there. I think that we are fully, I'm losing my, my, my track of mind. Mm-hmm. We are fully capable of being the place where new tech is actually embraced. Yeah. I mean, look at how often we, do you remember Bermuda when Blackberries were popular? No. You weren't, you weren't in Bermuda back then. I don't think so. It was insanity. It was insanity. People, people. Oh, blackberries. Yeah, blackberries. Like the yes, I remember I had one. You see, but this, this <laughs> one here, I was like, no, you sir, don't play that me, first of all. But, but like, how, how swiftly we adopted to that. Because I remember taking a blackberry when I was in, I was in Gordonsville. I'm blessed. I've been privileged, mm-hmm. right? I, I see it and I knew it. I, mm-hmm. I, I embrace it. I took a blackberry out to boarding school and everybody was like, yo, where did you? Yeah. Whoa, like guys were in shock. I remember my dad used to shop in the corner of his nails in order to type in that tiny little mm-hmm. machine. But everybody here is like, we are in a position of privilege when it comes to the adoption of new tech and we can showcase to the world what we actually can serve as a test bed. And so as new tech is being ruled out mm-hmm. as the, the industry and the, the Bermudian and international entrepreneurs start looking at opportunities and saying, I want to make this work here and then take it overseas. But that's that's where we find value. It's not it's not on the retail level here. Right. It's in applying applying this overseas. And I'm mm-hmm. seeing more Bermudians trying to take that step. I'm looking forward to to seeing the growth of the industry and to to giving Bermudians an opportunity to get equity in as well. Right. Because we didn't have that opportunity within, or the same level of opportunity within insurance and reinsurance. Right, right. Because the ball was so hard to answer. So what is the ultimate, I guess, long-term vision, long-term goal for the office of FinTech? And then my, my second question to you is that, is it just going to be FinTech or... Is there an opportunity for that to expand outside of financial technology? Two great questions. The first one I will speak to in so far as saying we want to support the, the long-term bill would have to be to support the economic development of Bermuda. Right. We're stationed within the economic development department. Mm-hmm. And so our role will, our office will serve the mandate of that department. Right. Right. So the second question, would you repeat it for me? So the second question is, is it just financial technology? Because I think, is there opportunity outside of just financial technology? And if so, is that going to be a different department or a different office? I think that that happens all the time as things change. Right. I mean, how often, I am sure that not every element of Microsoft Word or Excel was meant just for business purpose. When Mm -hmm. it was first done, but now you you can create with that. Right. I think that it's good. It already has expanded beyond just finance. Mm-hmm. I think there are areas like um, non-fungible tokens. You have heard of NFTs? Yes. So there's a... What's to, that? To keep it simple. <laughs> Please. To keep it simple, I'm going to give you an example, right? So I have a hammer. Yes. And you have a hammer, mm-hmm. right? I know my hammer was used by Noah to build VR. Mm-hmm. Your hammer is just a regular hammer. My hammer has an intrinsic value to it because it has a story behind it and know what had it in his hands. Mm-hmm. So 
with NFTs is basically allowing for you to have two things that are like non-fun. That's what non-fun yeah. means. It's mm-hmm. like it's equivalent but not exchangeable because there's intrinsic differences. So it's basically like like they took the technology that's in crypto, mm-hmm. that's in Bitcoin and all of them, like the stuff that's under it, and they applied it to things of value that aren't money. Right. So now I can exchange in a digital format a representation of something that has value. That is big. Mm-hmm. And that also goes into governance and ownership. Because mm-hmm. imagine, now I create music. That is something of value. Mm-hmm. That's not just numbers. It's art. Mm-hmm. Now you can. there are companies that are focused on building up platforms that allow for people to get access to their royalties over time digitally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, 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 that's a whole other way. So right. yeah, maybe that would require a different a different lens or a different organization. I don't think that I should that the office of fintech should be responsible for things like um intellectual property. Right, right. That's above and beyond. So right. I would have to come because that's where that all would go to. Yeah, so yeah, time yeah. more into property things mm-hmm. than finance. So but do you think do you think the opportunity within the office of fintech is to create that seed, if you will, of opportunity, right? Yeah. That okay, well, if I can do this, because when I think NFTs, right, I'm thinking of your office anyway, yeah. like all, any crypto, any of that. <laughs> I'm like, it's all in there, and so oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I know that you know there are broader applications. In that sort of thing. And it's just going back to what I was saying with the brain drain. It's Mm -hmm. like when you have young people or you have potential entrepreneurs who want to go down that path, there has to be uh, there has to be support there for them. And so if your office is not the office. So we do support when it's applicable. Okay. So given that NFTs is a development that is so closely tied to financial technology. Right. And also the potential implications that that could have on digital identity. Yeah. And the implications that has on business, on finance. Mm-hmm. I'm open to supporting and, and giving insight into what it is that can be done to provide connections. That's a part of our role as well. Right. When we talk about like local international engagement and thought leadership as a part of outreach, that's, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So... It's just that we have to be cautious of not going into spheres that aren't, you know, that are not in your lane. You know, right. Like, I, 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 I understand what I'm, what I know and what I don't know. Yeah. So if somebody comes to me and wants to talk about an area that I have no knowledge or interest in, and I'm sorry, I, there are areas like that. Yeah. That will happen. I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no, no. <laughs> saying, saying no is actually a necessity because if not, then I can be a liability to right, someone. Right. 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 You see it? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm always willing to, to suggest listen, maybe this is somebody over here you can well, yeah. and I'll I'll facilitate the connection. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll help you get the knowledge that I can, but I, I have to remain focused on what it is you're trying to do. I think I think you. what is hopeful, I guess, yeah. is that there is the recognition that it is there and that opportunities do exist. Um, and so for me, especially speaking on behalf of like entrepreneurs and future startups or whatever, locally that is, 
Um, just knowing that there is a willingness, there is an interest. This industry is not going to get built by itself. There has to be that support and the levels that you talked about when you describe what the office does. Um, so I think it's a good start. Yeah, um, there's a lot more to go. I about. know, I know, I mean, but we only got thirty minutes. I know. <laughs> you know, I consider it. I know. This has been a I pleasure. Know. I know. I'm grateful, and I want to thank you, and I want to thank the audience for tuning in. Yeah. This is the type of these are the types of conversations that will hopefully lead to people having more of an understanding. Yes. And by understanding it, you lose your fur. Yeah. And you actually be able. What is that? that you, you can be aware of how it impacts you and how you can drive value from this conversation. Yes. I really hope that's a reason. I hope so, too. Um, and that doesn't mean you can't come back. No, nah, listen, we can have another chat. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me put some thought into... Well, can we re, re, reset this place to have three people? Yes, we all can. Right, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can get another Bermuda or two who are in this, in this field. Yeah, that would be great. Because for me, that's... Oh, that that makes that makes my heart sing. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that makes me smile because you can actually see it being implemented and what it looks like, what the challenges were. So yeah, I'm definitely down for that. All right, all right, so I'm, so we'll, I'm a, we'll I'm book you. it. I'm got you Let's get that with any, any schedule. All right, Marcus. So Appreciate thank you for sharing a bit about the Office of FinTech. It's been a great discussion. Um, I have plenty of questions, so we'll get to those the next time you're on. <laughs> um, but I'm going to end by saying, if you don't mind your business, who will? Facts. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.